Welcome to the High Performer Blueprint Podcast, where busy professionals learn the habits to become a high performer and live the healthy lifestyle they dream about. I'm your host, Leah Bola. Let's go. Today, we are joined by Jimmy Clare, host of the Crazy Fitness Guy Podcast. I am so excited to do this interview. Jimmy has an amazing story that he is going to share. Jimmy, how are you doing today? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well, man. It's great time of the year. Uh, really excited to do this. And uh, it's been great, man. So, you know, before we really do dive in into, um, you know, going into this interview, man, I would just like to introduce you to the audience. So could you give us a little bit of background of how you really got into fitness and inspiring others? Yeah, sure. Well, uh, I'm a motivational speaker, autism advocate, author, and founder of crazyfitnessguy.com. And uh, so I got into fitness uh, after uh, I was bullied for around like six years or eight years. Uh, That was just a guess um, because uh, who wants to do math in my head real quick? Um, (laughs) No problem. But uh, so I was bullied from uh, elementary school all the way up to uh, 11th grade in high school. And it was, uh, I absolutely hate going, I I absolutely hate to go to uh, my school every single day because it just got worse and worse and worse. It first started out with just questions that I didn't know and perhaps, but they weren't like, brutal about it but they're just like well how do you not know this how do you not know that they're just like i'm like because i haven't learned this yet or we didn't go over it because i was in special education classes and at the time i didn't know it was special education classes because i thought oh, maybe we just got in a small room because uh i don't know that was a those different size classrooms they weren't all the same size I guess I don't know <laughs> I'm a, I was like what I think maybe 10 8 or something why am I supposed to know <laughs> I know <Right>. nothing <laughs> uh I just showed up did what I was told for the most part <laughs> uh but where it got really annoying at times because I was in special education classes I had people pulled me in and out of classes over and over again. And people on the autism spectrum, like myself, do not like being interrupted uh, on their daily schedule. If it was scheduled to be taken out of class that day, but not just randomly, hey, we're just gonna take you out of this class and uh, bring you into a smaller classroom. And so I was a really angry person back then for many different reasons because of that. So, but because the bullying got eventually progressively worse, uh, like in middle school, they called me uh, names. They made fun of my weight because I was nearly obese for my age group back then. I think the the line for obese for my age group was like 180-ish. Uh, that probably changed now <laughs> because right. pretty much everything changes like every single day. Uh, thanks to amazing signs. Not. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, I'm 
my brain and science and math do not go together. Uh, why I will never be a, a an accountant because the only money I like to see go up is my bank account, not go down. <laughs> That's <laughs> the only math I like. <laughs> <laughs> not these stupid equations. Um, uh, I digress, but uh, so I'm uh, back. So like after I got called different names and whatnot, uh, I, I had this one principal in my in middle school. In my head, I I referred to him as Mr. Wacko uh, because he he said to me that is like bullying does not exist in this school, and I'm like, so that's why I just showed up into your office and complained to you about a hundred different times that I was getting bullied. It doesn't clearly exist in this school. I just just showed up because I I just needed someone to talk to. Yeah, I don't think so. Right. Uh, Ozzy, I by no means I said that out loud to him at all, but I'm just like thinking that in my head sarcastically at the time. And I was like, this guy must be smoking pot or something because uh, he's full of himself. And, 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 and I wanted to say to him right then and there, I was like, well, maybe if you stood that four by foot office, you would, uh, you would, finally see that there's bullying going on in your school and maybe you could do something about it well luckily for me that there was two other principals who who roamed around the hallways of the school to see that there was stuff going on but this guy was just a whack job of a principal and eventually that became very dangerous for me in school because i have spinal stenosis in my uh neck and so it makes it hard, and it's in my upper neck, so it's hard for me to turn my head left and right and up and down. So imagine just like looking up or looking left or right the whole, like for a whole hour, I start getting becoming a little bit lightheaded because I'm like, oh, this is terrible for my neck. And so that's why I had to uh, I, like sit straight ahead to see something in a classroom because I was like if you want me to turn sideways and or just look sideways it's going to be a long ass day for me (laughs) and so uh when I got to uh, and so basically the bully just and of course there was this dangerous game back in my middle school and I don't know if it still uh occurs but uh there was this neck slapping game and as, and the two bullies at the time were slapping my neck, and it it became like a like a war zone to me because it's like, great, so I'm gonna school again, picked on. I have one principal who's full of himself, who's thinking like, hey, there's no bullying that exists in this school, and and then I have two other uh, principals who were actually practical and say yep, we got to take care of this somehow in some shape and form, and they actually did something, but yeah, I don't know why we need a three, because the third one's absolutely useless. And so fast forward to high school, uh, those two two bullies eventually, well, they didn't leave me alone, but I still saw them in the hallway. But then I had three more that came along, and I called them literally the three stooges because 
And they weren't the funny Three Stooges. They were the most annoying Three Stooges in the world. Uh, they, they still call me names. They, uh, they just made fun of me for pretty much every gosh darn thing. And honestly, I don't know how long a whole school year is, like uh, how many days in between, but it's like game bully 24-7 literally felt like... I feel like I was getting bullied like 24 seven, even though I was like, even seven hours a day. So it was like, uh, I, I was, yeah, it's like 35 hours a, a week of, of, uh, bullying every single week. It just, I absolutely hated it. And after a while I said to my parents, can I just drop out? Can I, do I have to go? And it's like, well, if you want to be the first person to tell your grandma why you're not going to be when I get to your uh uh get get your high school uh diploma and whatnot. I was like, no thanks. <laughs> and so I kept going, but eventually it just got harder and harder for me to get out of bed because I hated school. Uh and every my every one of my friends like just thought uh I don't think I really talked about it much because it just brought me just to tears and just pissed me off over and over again. So anything to get my mind off of it was just a warm welcome. And so finally, me and my dad were watching um, TV one night on the couch, and we saw this info commercial for P90X, which is a 90-day workout program by Tony Horton from Beachbody. And... Uh, over the years, my me and my dad uh, struggled losing weight, and there was one time where I had this personal trainer come to my house. I don't know what, remember what happened. I don't know if we fired if I, if my parents fired the guy or he just never showed up ever again. Uh, I could I can care less back then because all I just wanted to do was just play video games back then. I didn't really think I didn't really take him seriously because he was heavy himself as well. And I, I never liked those kind of people who I'm gonna give you advice, but I'm not gonna take my own advice. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. then how do you call yourself a leader? Or even if you don't call yourself a leader, but how do you expect me to take you seriously? <laughs> uh that's like me saying, Okay, you know, uh I well, uh, it's like me saying, okay, I'm going to motivate you how to work out, but I don't work out myself. That's right. Yeah. It's crazy. And so one of those, so, uh, so my, me and my dad uh, decided we're going to order this uh, uh, DVD set because back then it was just DVDs. And I remember the, the first night that we uh, took it out of the package when we got it. I we we put it in the DVD player and we and we turned it on. It said, "Warning: Please go uh, talk to your uh, doc, uh, doctor before trying this program." And this was at six, six o'clock at night because my dad just got home from work, and we both looked at each other and was like, "We're starting this now, or we're not starting this ever." <laughs> so we decided to skip asking the doctor, and for those who will be listening to this show, 
I highly don't recommend doing that, uh, of skipping asking the doctor whether you should, because uh, you should always ask your doctor to do, uh, to, um, to, do some, uh, to start a workout before starting a workout program. But back then I was, I was like semi-heavy, uh, like 30 pounds over, almost overweight. But uh, back then it was just, it was a late night, it was like six o'clock at night. My dad just got home from work and I was in those, one of those moods as like, well, what if I can't get to my doctor until in a week or two? Am I going to start? No. So I just, I just did what I could, that I could physically do. I didn't do something that I couldn't physically do or I couldn't, and if I needed to modify, I modified. So, so I'm just saying, don't uh, ignore those warnings. Uh, I only did that because I was young. I mean, I was very young at the time. I mean, I was in high school, so I'm 17 or 16 years old. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm in pretty good health. That okay. I'm, and I'm with my dad, so he's not going to let anything bad happen to me. If I was by myself, then okay. But two people, it can't be that bad. So anyway, my, my uh, me and my dad, uh, after the first day, I think we were crawling up the stairs. It was, it was like, wow, I didn't even know I had these muscles that I had before. <laughs> and I was like, ow. <laughs> so we finally got to the halfway mark in the program. And I started seeing definition in my muscles. And I was ready to stand up for to the bullies. Like I was feeling more confident in myself. I was feeling, let's show them who's boss. So one day in my math class, uh, that's where all the bullies, they were in my math class. And I was, uh, I was thinking to myself, do I try? Do I interrupt my math class to get um, to get to confront these bullies, or do I wait and confront them in the hallway? And in the hallway, I I see I see these security cameras, and I never I never seen seen any like security monitors anywhere. Like I mean like. There's like a wall of security feeds anywhere. So I'm like, are there decoration? I was like, please don't tell me they're decoration. I was like, no, my school, there probably is, it probably is decoration for all I know. And I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna find out the hard way. So I made the choice to interrupt my math class. And I really feel bad for my math teacher for for picking his class, but it was literally one of the, it was one, there was literally one of the only options I had that had all the bullies in one class. So I I, I didn't want to pick uh, some other time because it's like, well, may I might never ever get a great chance to do this. So I got up in the middle of the class. I think it was like towards the end of class. And I got up and I walked over and my teacher uh, turned around and told me, Jimmy, go sit back down. And I was like, 
hold on one second, please. And uh, and the bullies were just finished, uh, still snickering after my friend who happened to be in a wheelchair. And it's one of those, uh, uh, one of those uh, electric wheelchairs that had the droid stick on it. And okay. these doors in my college, uh, in my high school, they, they weren't meant for wheelchairs. So it's easy to get the chair stuck against the wall or the door. And they snickered at it. And I was like, how's that funny? It's not funny. And I was like, and it just literally pissed me off for the last time. Because eventually these bullies started picking, not just on me, they were also picking on my friends. I got over to the bullies I looked at them in both in front of my eyes and um, with both of my eyes. And I remember them like taking a clink, clink, uh, quick glance at uh, each other. And it was like, what's this guy all about? And I, my veins were popping out because of, I were, uh, because I've been working out and whatnot. And I screamed, I cursed, I called them every word in the freaking book. And I scared the hell out of them. They tried one more time of picking on me and my friends. I marched all the way down to my principal's office uh, the very next day after my teacher uh, told me to go to the principal's office after I confronted them. And my principal shrugged it uh, off about uh, being sent down to the principal's office for being uh, for interrupting class. She said, uh, she's like, you're sticking for your friends and it's like tell your teacher and it's like I'll take it. and it's like that uh you're not in trouble. I'm like I'm I was like I'm not in trouble for actually sticking up to for my friends and interrupting math class and like this is a this is unheard of. <laughs> uh because especially when I did interrupt class I was always in trouble. So I'm like I'm confused. And so uh so I got so basically, my the the story. Uh, I got into fitness by game uh, because it been help. It was helping me to stick up to the bullies. It gave me the confidence, and I still exercise today because uh, it helps me lessen uh, my autism meltdowns. Which is just think of it as like a hurricane. There's all the emotions pouring through the body, uh, and it just ends in disaster. Wow. That's uh, amazing to, to hear how you got into fitness and man, I'm glad that it really helped you stand up to the challenges you had. And that's really what I want to go over, you know, in this is just go about obstacles. I know for many, you know, they struggle in their journey because they have obstacles and it's like, they don't know how to get around it and it kind of causes those issues. So how should someone approach an obstacle that seems like it's too hard? When I when I approach something that is hard, uh, I I ask for help. Like I'll give you a, a very recent example. Um, since I'm the only person who uh, runs my website, I don't have a team of people. I'm I'm a man a, a man who wears many different hats and a jack of all trades. Uh, I'm just giving myself titles now. Uh, <laughs> I think we have all... to. Yeah, right. I don't get promotions. I promote my own stuff, I guess. <laughs> so I, I was using this tool 
then I, that in the past gave me, let's just say, just difficult times because I didn't know how to set it up. I didn't have work yet, even though it comes with health articles. Sometimes I didn't really like to read about everything. I just like to be able to practice and do. But at the time when I was learning how to use the tool, I wasn't giving myself enough time to learn it, learn it before I tried, let's just say, using it the correct in the correct way and just playing around with it before I'm actually using it for business. So I asked the company, uh, so I, I took a break from it like last year because I just didn't like the return on investment. I was, and this is a free tool, but it is the time that I was spending on using it and I wasn't getting really much traffic to, from it. I'm like, is it really paying enough? Not really. So I just took a break because I just, I have a, just had like 20 I think I had like three more or four more uh things left off on my project list that I wanted to get done for the rest of the year and I knew that there were there was bigger fish to fry so to speak Mm -hmm. and so I just put that on the back burner and so just recently this year I was like I already got rid of one marketing channel because it just got became too stupid i didn't even know what it wanted to be anymore i'm like okay i get they got rid of their website the mobile app became more crappy so uh i asked this this company is like hey i'm looking to go back to you using your tool can you help me the support person literally answered my every single one of my questions and I'm not promoting their names um, um, uh, because I don't do that uh, <laughs> unless I really like them. I mean, I do like them, but uh, it, it does, whatever, I don't get paid for it. Uh, <laughs> I would love to. Uh, but my, but uh, this company answered every single one of my questions, gave me visual details of how do you do this? How do you do that? I finally made my own brand template on it that would should make it much more easier to work with. And I'm like, this guy is a lifesaver. Thank goodness. And so the trick is, is the, well, my, my advice is, is to ask for help when you're struggling with something. Even if the task is very hard, ask for help on something. How do I break this up into smaller pieces? And uh, they showed me everything inside and out. And I was like, I love the support. They're so amazing. Right. I mean, that's key. I mean, like you said, I think that's why, you know, we have plenty of solutions to things, you know, when there's obstacles, you're right. There's nothing wrong with asking for help and really getting clarity. I always like to say clarity is everything. When you have clarity on the situation, like you mentioned with, you know, asking someone for the support with that tool it made things a lot easier and where you could really understand it. And I think that's, that's so key. So like, what tips would you recommend for someone that is unmotivated? Like they feel like they don't have any motivation to do anything with their fitness and health. Like, what would you recommend? When I had projects in, um, in uh, middle school and high school, it used to overwhelm me a lot. Like, oh, this sounds impossible. Or, or like sometimes when I look at my to-do list, uh, and you see that total number 
18 things to do today. Oh crap, how, do, how am I gonna get it all done? Well, I set it up in a way uh, that makes sense to me where, uh, and I'm eventually gonna move it over to fitness. Uh, but one of the things I've done for myself is I combine small, big, I combine like a few big tasks with smaller tasks. So even though like it's a total of 18, there's like maybe might be one or two, maybe three big tasks, but then the rest of it is just like promotion here, promotion here, boom, 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 boom here. And it's like, so even those 18 tasks there, it's like rest of them are small ones, three of them or two of them are big ones. And I'm like, it's really not that bad. <laughs> I was like, I could do a lot worse. Right. Um, and so how I would approach fitness, if you're feeling unmotivated, start by simply uh, the day be- the, the night before putting your workout clothes on your bed. That way you have to go uh, work out or uh, start listening to the music in the morning. Uh, I love listening to music in the morning. You know, I, I'm not a big fan of making my bed in the morning because Eventually, I'm just going to crawl back in it at night. Me anyway, either. So. Don't like it either. But I, uh, I have to because the other half doesn't want me not to make up the bit. <laughs> but I can agree with you on that. <laughs> but so what I've been doing, uh, I was like, you know, it's a perfect time for me to um, to boot up my Chromebook uh, uh, and listen to music because um I like to listen to music and I was like, okay, let's listen to music while I make my bed. So I listen to my music while I make my bed. Well, during your workouts, just because you're uh, maybe on a virtual uh, workout uh, on a video class or something, listen to music in the background, put some earphones in, earbuds or whatever you, you use. Uh, music is key. Just don't you sl- anything slow or sad because that's not going to get you motivated at all unless if you like that kind of music but not for me <laughs> for me there i definitely need something more upbeat <laughs> you've been bullied and you had to go through of course some of the things that you're you know facing you know having these different obstacles you know was there an obstacle where it felt like that one really stands out the most where you felt like it was it was so hard but you felt like quitting, but you didn't. Can you think of an obstacle that, you know, you're really challenged with? Uh, well, that's like literally pulling a needle out of the haystack uh, because I've only, I've only had to go through like millions of different obstacles to, to be where I am today. And, but one of the things that st- stood out to me uh, as an obstacle was probably all the bullying, but one of the things that stood out to me, uh, my my special education teacher back in seventh grade, uh, she took it upon herself to figure out why I was purposely skipping the bus, and I, the first time I when I uh, told her her um, the first time I made up uh, like a total lame excuse or some sort of reason why I skipped the bus, but then it kept on happening over and over again. And she knew 
I'm everything about routine and something was off in my routine and she uh she just knew that she needed to get to the bottom of it and she persisted over and over again but uh yeah and then I finally told her about the bullying and everything and she finally got Mr. Wackadoo principal to finally uh see it from her, uh her perspective and say hey it's affecting him in my class it's affecting him for going home it's affecting him in every freaking aspect and i mean she didn't she never used any of her words i'm just uh, paraphrasing mm-hmm. uh but she but why it stand why it stood out for me is because uh even though i was having this obstacle of mr wackadoo she persisted on Gave me the help, uh, helping me like she like the days when I didn't have any friends uh, to sit at lunch because they were sick or or they were in a different lunch period than I am. They uh, she let me uh, come into her class early before after I finished my lunch. Even if she if she was having lunch with other teachers, she's like Jimmy, sit there quietly, read a book listen to music, do whatever. And it's like, and it's like, and if you want to have a conversation, you can, we can only have a conversation if the teachers are not here or if I ask you a question. And I was like, fine by me. And I read all the Harry Potter books in one year during the, uh, during, uh, because uh, she challenged me to read better to read a higher level than what the school was giving us to read and special education class but i liked it that she took it upon herself just like this person this kid is suffering some uh, like something's bothering him she could have just literally ignored me i think that's what's so key for us to sometimes just be human and just really care about other people because you know we could really make a difference in people's lives and that's one thing i really love about coaching is being able to impact others and be able to offer that hand and, you know, helping people guide in the right direction. So I know we've talked a lot about some of the obstacles you face and like, like I really stated at the beginning that people feel like they have so many obstacles and they feel like they can't do anything about it and it really stops them. So what's the thing you would tell someone that's struggling with taking action right now on their journey? The first thing I would say Write it down, uh, whether it's on a piece of paper or a digital digital to-do list, uh, because I find that having a goal in front of me or a goal that's easily accessible to me uh, or a reminder that goes off every single day that just tells me, here's what's on my to-do list or here's what I want to get done. It helps me to like, okay, this is doable because like if somebody saw my to-do list, they're probably like, this is very overwhelming, but only I know how long each task takes. I know what it takes to do this. I know what it takes to do that. And just having goals helps me to like accomplish things. And I like having my digital to-do list because I have three different devices. And so if I'm on one device, I'm going to get the same exact notification on one device, on the other device, on my phone, wherever I go. So it's like, I'm going to, it's just a constant reminder. It's like, hey, 
don't forget that you still need to do this. And like, oh, fine, gosh. Uh, but sometimes you just need that annoying reminder because it's kind of uh, good for you at times, though sometimes it kind of gets annoying. Another piece of advice I would give, make sure you, you uh, if it's a big project, make sure you break it down to smaller pieces. One of my, uh, my that same uh, special education teacher in seventh grade, she uh, she taught me how to break stuff to chunk up bigger projects. Like for instance, uh, when we had big projects in science, she was also my science teacher, my math teacher, and whatnot. And but she told me, she taught me how to like, okay, this, if this is a big project. Okay, focus on this task first, then go on to the next task. And she also taught me how to take breaks too in between the tasks. So I was like, okay, Jimmy, do this, then take a five minute break or a 10 minute break, read your book, get back to work. And it works for me. And and because now that I have that 15 minute break, it's like, well, let's go, let's continue this on. I can I can continue. But going through the whole day is like okay i'm just gonna have one break at lunch and just continue work 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 i'm very overwhelmed already gee right if you're really struggling to get going like you said having your goals like written and really where you can start visualizing and really manifesting it i think is huge and i'm such a big believer in that do it myself and i recommend to clients and I like what you mentioned there, Jimmy, as well as just like breaking it up. It might seem very daunting, but if you look at it from that perspective, it's going to change how hard something may seem. I think that really will make a big difference. So um, thank you for that. So, Jimmy, where can our audience get connected with you at? Uh, I think the question should be more like, where can't they find me at? Because I'm literally <laughs> everywhere on the Internet. Uh, which is kind of scary at the same time. Uh, but the easiest place to find me is go to crazyfitnessguy.com. Um, between me and Crazy Fitness Guy, we I think we both have like 100 plus platforms, uh, which is kind of ridiculous. But it was either that, uh, because like when I first started Crazy Fitness Guy, it was only Crazy Fitness Guy's profiles. And when I tweeted about like big news and like accomplishments no one give a crap about any of that but when i shared it on my own profiles people's like hey congratulations it's like oh now you give a crap <laughs> definitely get connected with jimmy jimmy while your story is inspirational i know this will really help the audience overcome those obstacles thank you once again for joining us thank you for having me thank you for joining us this week to view the complete show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode, head over to ltaperformance365.com slash high performer. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you love this podcast, feel free to leave a review. And if you're ready to create your own high performer blueprint, be sure to head over to ltaperformance365.com and we'll talk soon.